Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Yes, you are. Hi, it's Wednesday. It's Trump Day already. Granted, yesterday I was kind of like, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? My wife's like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, oh, been a long couple of days. I'm realizing what parenting kind of is. Anyway, I'll get into that. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. No, there's like events. But anyway, uh, three things that I think you need uh, to know. Number one, the Trumpster tweeting this morning early, because it's early for us. Our border laws, our border laws are weak. My New York's coming out. Our border laws are weak, very weak. While those of Mexico and Canada are very strong, Congress must change these Obama era and other laws now, in caps. The Democrats stand in our way. They want people to pour into our country unchecked. Crime, exclamation point. And then this. We will be taking strong action today. Well, what does that mean? Strong action today. Okay, well... I don't know what that means, but maybe we'll find out. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is is kind of a big deal. I found a story from the Asians France Press. AFP. I like saying it that way. Um, And I had it translated on Google. Oh, now it's not translating. I'll put it up on my page anyway. It's written in Spanish. But basically what it says is that somebody from this uh, this ma- migrant caravan, the group organizing the migrant caravan, said they met with Mexican officials, and the Mexican officials said, hey, hey, how about you guys dilute? They use the word dilute. What do you mean dilute? Dilute themselves. Make yourselves smaller. Because all of this attention is putting pressure on Mexico. Just dilute. Shh. Dilute yourself. This is giving Trump power. They said that. Dilute yourself. Just get. So the Mexican government's giving tips for these people so they can get to America. You want to know why? Because I have another story I'll get to about how Mexico announced, hey, listen, this caravan's happened for seven years. We've never uh, tried to stop it before. Why now? Oh. Can't trust the Mexican government as far as you can throw them. By the way, Arizona Congressman Paul Gosar at least he's tough. He said Trump should declare NAFTA null and void if Mexico will not help end illegal immigration. I think Trump believes that too. Third thing I think you need to know, Arizona teachers today are going to not walk out like other ones. And this is the unions running wild. And I get, listen, teachers are underpaid. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it, it's hard for me. And I got a great emails on this. It's hard. And I agree. It's hard to um, want to give the teachers more money when they uh, fundraise basically for Democrats. Over 90% of the money that they donate through union dues, everything that they do, and just personal donations goes to the Democratic Party. And you know what? I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. So anyway, Arizona teachers are going to do a walk-in today, a walk-in to draw attention. They're basically going to get to school early. Don't we have to get to work early? And get to school early, and they're going to inform parents and other people. I guess they're going to have signs, who knows? To say the struggle is real. And they're going to have walk-ins before the bell rings. They'll walk into their classes before the bell rings. They'll be outside. Uh, and again, it's all, like they're all going to have the same signs made up by the unions and stuff like that. So it's all organized in that aspect. 
Um, and there you have it. Three things I think you need to know. And again, listen, teachers work very hard. This is like the the double the, the double edged sword. I've gotten emails when I talked about this a couple of days ago. Or was it last week when they wanted the money? Anyway. Um, I got emails from people saying, you know, it's all about results and where are the results, but I, I can't fault the teachers for all that also, or either, um, because, well, let's just face it. Um, if parents don't make their kids do work, what the hell can they do? Right. You can't make that, you know, the teachers can't magically make kids get better grades if the kids won't work and the parents won't work. So I, it's, well, some of the work, let me tell you from, uh, from what, you know, my, my middle school son brings home. Yeah. I feel like it's like fourth grade stuff, like drawing pictures and maps and things like that. And I'm just like, you're in eighth grade already, buddy. Like, what are they trying to teach you? Is it the curriculum? Is it the teacher that has, the teacher doesn't make the curriculum? I don't, I don't, that's just it. He doesn't know. Mm. I mean, all he knows, he gets it from the teacher. And all I know is what he gets from the teacher mm. and they represent the school. Okay. So if it's like the, uh, the Obama era, uh, curriculum, they, they're really dumbing down kids not to think out of the box, not to be imaginative, not to look at a problem and, and kind of go, well, no critical thinking. There you go. Thank yeah. You. No critical, critical thinking. thinking. I know. Yeah. Just, they teach for the tests. It's because they're told and you're to right. do that. So that and that's the other thing. It's I all about know. the test. You got to be on this day for this test. And that's all they're doing is getting us ready for this prep test yep. or whatever test. Because then that's what they're judged on. I know. It, it sucks. The whole thing just sucks. It just sucks. Uh, anyway, that uh, we'll, we'll get to There's a lot of stuff we need to talk about, too. I mean, China, Trump tweeting that this morning, we're not in a trade war with China. And we really are. Did you hear about this story yesterday? Uh, Trump, and it, it, it's specific tariffs, targeted tariffs. $50 billion worth of goods from China. Uh, and the reason he targeted those particular goods is because, well, China is, it, they're not going to hurt the American consumers much. Uh, and, and China, he's trying to make them suffer. These are, these are some of the goods that are a threat to national security, where they steal our, our, our technology. They do this kind of stuff. So he's saying, you know what? No, 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 no. And, and Trump's pissed off, and he should be, at American companies that willingly give up their their intellectual property to do business in China. China this is what happens when you have communist countries. China's sitting back saying, uh, all right, you want to do business here because it's so cheap. We treat our human beings as if they are worthless. We treat them as if their lives don't matter because we're communists. We make them work for a buck an hour and sleep in these disgusting areas, and they're just worker bees. They're nothing to us. Uh, and you could have to make your products so you can increase your profits. But if you want to do that, you have to give us your intellectual property. And then eventually China can make it uh, cheaper, better, everything. And they could be a threat militarily, economically. It's not good. So Trump is targeting these particular things. Now, these tariffs may never happen. They may never happen. I think there's like a 180-day window. Uh, it's all negotiations. China then came back this morning and targeted $50 billion worth of stuff uh, that, that we send over there. So it's going back and forth. It's, it's called, and, and, the, and the market's freaking out. I guarantee the market's going to drop four, five, 600 points. Uh, it's a long-term play, though. And what's going to happen is that the, the market is freaking out because they see the words trade war. There's no trade war yet. Nothing's done. It's negotiations. It's negotiate. They'll be negotiating for months. And it's about damn time that that someone, some American president, is standing up to China. Bush let it happen. Obama let it happen. Um, they, it, it, it's greed. And it's not good for the future of this country. And China's sitting back laughing. They're laughing at this, man. They're laughing. So, anyway, we have that. 
that's that's one of those things. So I don't get freaked out. I, I I agree with him. We are not in a trade war. As a matter of fact, he tweeted out this morning also. We're not in a trade war with China. The war was lost many years ago by the foolish or incompetent people who represented the U.S. Now we have a trade deficit of $500 billion a year with intellectual property theft of another $300 billion. We cannot let this continue. And he's right. He's right. Stick it to him. That's what needs to happen. you got to stick it to him. 100%. 100%. Um, and then he literally just tweeted 18 seconds ago, when you're already $500 billion down, you can't lose. Because we we already have we already have lost five hundred billion debt. That's what he's talking about. We're not going to lose. We already have lost. We got to get it back now. Uh, really quick, I want you to hear something funny. Uh, number one fourteen, Ryan Trump's having a press conference with uh, Baltic leaders yesterday, and uh, he was talking whatever the Baltic guy, and he's like telling him, "All right, uh, pick somebody to talk to." He's having a press conference with the Baltic guy, and he's like, "You pick somebody to talk to," and just just this is classic Trump. Listen to this. Pick a reporter, please. You could pick a reporter, a Baltic reporter, ideally. <laughs> Real news, not fake news. <laughs> yeah, classic Trump, right in their face. How do you not like that, right? How do you not like that? All right, uh, we'll continue. 621, I'm going to give you more information about this story, about the Mexican government telling their caravan uh, people to get into smaller groups and not draw attention to yourselves. Mexico is in on this. And again, if I know, Trump knows. If you know, Trump knows. And this is all being, I'm telling you, this this has got to be. It's got to be all used behind the scenes, and it's all there. And, uh, well, I'll give you the information on this. And again, how this has happened for a long, long, long time. Uh, and then we got to get into uh, this, uh, this angry vegan chick who shot up YouTube. People calling for gun control, everything else. You know what guns she used, how this all happened? I'll get to all that stuff. And, you know, again, vegan people, they don't eat enough. She's very angry, very upset. She's the only one that died, by the way. She's the only one that died. Uh, She just went to randomly shoot people because she was mad at YouTube. We'll get to that. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 55 out now, going to be 89 today. 90 Friday, 90 Saturday. Good thing our T-ball game is at 8 in the morning on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be 85. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Supposed to be in the mid-90s by Tuesday of next week, but then drop it down to the low 80s next Friday, so they say. But we'll see. I'm, I'm cool with this. Let this go as long as we possibly can. I'm all right with that. By the way, I mean, there's like 19 things I think you need to know. Uh, here's one of them. Private payrolls. ADP says... They grew by 241,000. 241,000 in February versus the 205,000. What? Yep. Uh, oh, there's, why do they say February versus February? Okay, but March. Yeah, March. So March added 241,000 jobs. The experts said there'll be 205,000. Fifth straight month. That ADP Moody's count showed private payrolls up by at least two. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, February was revised upward, by the way, to 246,000 jobs created. On a year-over-year basis, March 2018 had uh, nearly doubled the 122,000 from the year before. So March 2017, 122,000. 
Uh, and uh, this year in March, 241,000. That's huge. The market is one thing. The job is, the economy is different. The, the job sector is different in that aspect. There's a reason why the market grew like gangbusters. Obama printed money in QE, quantitative easing one, two, and three, QE one, two, and three. Uh, but nobody had the faith to hire anyone. Now the market, the people are freaking out. Oh my God, a trade war, this, that. But here, um, everything looks pretty good. And people are like, you know what? We're getting the tax breaks, the tax cuts. It's happening, lower regulations. We're hiring. We're going to do just fine. The market is for, I mean, the investors and it's for your retirement and your 401k. And it's anyway, it's different. You get that. So really quick, and I'll put this story up on my uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio and on uh, Twitter at Garrett Lewis. Um, dilute asked the Mexican government to the migrant via crucis, which is what the caravan that angers Trump dilutes, dilutes. It says here, there has been a dialogue between the activists who accompany the migrants and the authorities of the National Institute of Migration for Mexico. Today, meaning Monday, we had a meeting with the National Institute of Migration delegation and offered certain benefits such as humanitarian visas or free transit permits. A member of the Coordination of the People Without Borders told the agents France Press by telephone. They're meeting with them. He spoke on conditions of anonymity because, well, uh, he doesn't want anybody to be uh, upset. And by the way, one of these idiots that runs this, uh, this, this group that's bringing the people over claimed that Trump, she told them Trump is trying to drop nuclear bombs on us. Because let's go the nuclear option, which of course is to give the Senate 51 votes instead of 60. So she, this idiot's telling these, these, uh, these migrants, these people, he wants to drop nukes on I mean, What a... F- anyway. There's more. There's more. The route has not been hampered by police or immigration agents, but in the meeting with the National what is it, National Institute of Migration personnel, a warning was perceived, according to the coordinator with this group. They tell us, dilute yourselves. Do less and less. It is for Trump. There is a lot of pressure for Mexico. They've slipped us that if they continue in the same dimension and with the media commotion, they can take action. So that's what they're saying. The Mexican government is telling them, go into smaller groups, break apart a little bit. Can't trust them as far as you can throw them. And we'll get into the whole thing about how this has gone on for seven years. And the Mexican government has said, go right on through. Go right on through. We'll get to that. 633 on KNST AM 790. Uh, However, uh, I got to get some information about this uh, vegan YouTube shooter, vegan YouTube shooter. Um, do you know what her background was? It's amazing. She was willing to, to shoot humans. She's sick in the head. And we'll hear people overreact and call for gun control before, well, before they even knew what was going on. Wait till you hear the details about this chick. And what actually a witness that saw this, he told the media he wished he had something. You got to hear it too. It's all coming up. You're going to like it. Media didn't really like it. It's coming up. KNST AIM 790. Here's the latest from Fox. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Just ask your wife. Ah, I did it again. 641, thanks for hanging out on this Trump day. 
Three things I think you need to know. There's like 90 things. I mean, seriously, there's like 95 things that you need to know. We'll try to squeeze them all in. First thing that I think you need to know. The Mexican government, the officials for the Mexican government are talking with the organizers of the caravan, telling them to dilute themselves, make yourselves look smaller, because there's just too much pressure. Too much pressure if you don't do that. And it lets Trump do what he wants. Oh, yeah. And then the Trumpster tweeted out this morning. Um... About the border, we will take strong action today. Huh. How about that? Second thing that I think you need to know, private payrolls grew by 241,000. What? Yes, in March. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 241,000 in February. Two hundred. What does this say? I'm, why am I getting confused? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, 241,000 in March. It's a really weird titled story by CNBC. Anyway, uh, companies hired 241,000 employees in construction, manufacturing. Those two, it's those, those two sectors surged. Construction, manufacturing surged despite the trade war. He's Trump's an idiot, everything else. So 241,000 people hired in March. The experts predicted 205,000. That's, that's what I'm going with. So there you go. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, Arizona teachers staging a walk-in today. They're going to get to school early and like hold up signs outside and tell parents of students and anybody driving by that we need more money, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to walk into class. Yep. The teachers unions are going wild right now. Wild. Three things I think you need to know. So there's that. Uh, now let's get into the, uh, the shooter. Now this is, this is crazy to me. Okay, Uh, when it first came out yesterday, there's a shooter at the YouTube complex, YouTube buildings, whatever, blah, 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 blah. First off, you know it's a gun-free zone. You know it is. It's in California. You know it's a gun-free zone. Um, It's almost a gun-free state. Pretty much. It's like sanctuary state, gun-free state, that kind of stuff. So that law is broken. Now, what gun did she use? Handgun. Not an AR-15. Not one that the people that don't know what they're talking about would classify as an assault weapon, a weapon of war. No bump stock was used. Blah, 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 blah. This is just a messed up chick. See, she's vegan. No offense to vegans out there. But I, I, I'll say this forever. One time, my wife and I, probably about four four years ago, we did some kind of crazy cleanse diet. She's like, let's do this thing. And I'll, As a husband, you know you got to go along with it. It's just not, you have no idea the stuff that we have to do if you're not a husband. So I had to go along with that, and it was you just you did not eat meat for twenty one days. Twenty one days. Um, we went to a vegetarian restaurant. What a rip off that is! What a scam that crap is! Sixteen bucks for a bunch of vegetables formed together to make it look like it's an, a meat pack. Get oh, it was so gross. I ate more sp- spaghetti squash in those twenty one days than I have in my life. Um, and I was like, and I told my wife, I know why I know vegetarian, vegan, whatever. I know why they're always angry because they're always hungry. Now this chick was a vegan and she wasn't, I, maybe she was hungry. She was mad at YouTube because apparently she made a whole bunch of YouTube videos, uh, that were all animal rights stuff. She's big. She said meat is murder. What's interesting is that she would never shoot a dog. She would never shoot a cow. She would be against you fishing and taking a fish out and then gutting it and eating it and everything else and cleaning it. She'd be against, uh, you know, you getting, you know, you grow chickens and you want to eat the chickens because that's what they're made for. Cows are made for that as well. That's murder. That's bad. But this, this nut job had no problem 
going YouTube and shooting human beings. Animals, leave them alone. Humans, I'll shoot you. You made me mad. I'll kill you. What's what this nut job did? Now, I, again, I'm not a law enforcement officer. Apparently, her family said that she was very upset. She, like, she vanished. She disappeared. And I guess the police found her. She left her home. They found her in her car. She was, like, sleeping. And then the, the police told the family, we found her, blah, blah, blah. And they go, well, you know what? Uh, you know, if she's getting near YouTube, she's, like, very angry with YouTube because they, they're, she thinks they're censoring her videos. They're censoring her videos. Uh, they're not letting her make any money on the videos. She's just very upset. She thinks that they're censoring everything else, blah, blah, blah. So she, so the, 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 they told the police that the, day, the night before the shooting. What can the police do? Is it illegal to just go drive? Is it illegal to be mad at someone? Did you really want the police to just go and arrest somebody because they might commit a crime? I mean, is, is it really the police? I mean, may a police officer, you're retired or not, you can let me know. You can email me, Garrett at KNST.com. There's no laws broken. What are you supposed to do? Is there like a mental health check or anything like that? I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, it's all of a sudden if you get mad, you need a mental health check. Well, I mean, no. Can't you get mad? I get mad at my Islanders. <laughs> I need a mental health check to be an Islanders fan. Yeah, you do. Uh, but if your parents actually call the police and say, hey, I really need you to check on her or him or whoever, if you Maybe. find her. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know what the law in California is. I mean, if it's at the, the behest of a family member yeah. who knows the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, her name is Nassim Agdam. Don't say it. She's the only one that died. She shot three people. Originally, the media's like, we think it's a domestic violence situation. She just apparently went and shot people. They didn't die, thank God. Uh, she then shot herself, killed herself. That's what she did. Uh, and before knowing any of the facts or anything like that, Diane Feinstein, Nancy Pelosi already saying, here we go again with gun violence. We need gun laws. We need these kind. Oh, yeah. We need gun laws to stop these kinds of things from happening and blah, 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 blah. You see the story about uh, London? Really quick sidebar. London, they have, uh, they've overtaken New York City to be the most violent, uh, the most deaths, most murders, I should say, most murders. And a lot of the murders were committed by knives because guns are illegal. Do you want knife control now? Right? Do you, do you want that? So anyway. Uh, she's 38 or 39. I've seen two different things. She's a far left person. She's been quoted in, in the LA times as an animal rights activist, a PETA person, all this stuff. Of course, you're never going to hear those kinds of things, right? Never going to hear a lot of that stuff. Now, again, if it was a person on the right, oh, here we go. The right winger, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have some sound bites for you too. Uh, oh, but Nancy Pelosi did. She tweeted, my staff and I are following, follow, uh, closely following developments from the active shooter situation at YouTube headquarters in San Bruno, California. Uh, thank you to our heroic first responders, our Bay Area community, and all American communities deserve real action to end gun violence. What would have stopped her from doing this? Making money on her videos. Mm-hmm. Can you say YouTube could have stopped her if they were fair? YouTube already took down gun videos. They didn't take down her, but I mean, she, but I, I know. Hey, listen to this. If you're a gun owner in California, this is in the Washington Post. If you're a gun owner in California, you must pass a universal background check no matter where you buy your gun. Wait at least 10 days to receive the gun because that apparently that idea is to give law enforcement enough time to do a background check. 
Get your handgun micro-stamped, which means the make, the model, the serial number of the gun is transferred to each cartridge case every time the gun is fired. So it allows police at a crime scene to trace the gun back to its owner. Take and pass a written safety test. What you can't do is own most assault weapons or buy and sell large assault weapons. Buy and sell large capacity ammunition magazines or 50 caliber rifles. You can't buy your gun through a private sale like online or via a friend without going through a first going through a licensed dealer. Thus the background check. You can't buy more than one handgun a month. What other gun laws would would be could be anyway? It's just stupid. And Diane Feinstein, everything else. So I want you to hear some sound bites. First off, this is a guy uh, who was a witness. And he's talking to the media. Uh, nobody really, I don't even know his name. They didn't give his name. He was just a witness at the YouTube shooting, number 115. Uh, this is what he said to the media. Here we go. What's going through your mind? Well, Leslie was on my mind. But One at the same time, I knew, you know, I, I had to be smart. You know, you got to be, be smart. You got to be fast. You got to think fast, be smart. I didn't have a gun on me, but wish I did. Uh-oh. Because what stops a crazy person with a gun? A janitor, according to Rachel Sedgwick, a janitor. With a walkie-talkie. Yep, and eyes. And eyes. Eyes. Doesn't Which is cool. So that guy wished he had a gun. Well, yeah, I know. Don't we all at that point? We're all crazy, though. You want people to be armed. You want teachers. To, I mean, come on. Staff, come on. Well, we have stories later on we'll get to about uh, Parkland students not being happy with what's going on at their school. The safety isn't doing anything, they said, the new safety measures. We'll get to that. Um, now, there's more. Where's that doctor? You have that doctor soundbite? Where's that doctor? Dr. Andre Campbell. He is um, he's a surgeon, right, there in San Francisco. He's working on some of the victims. Yeah, at the uh, Zuckerberg Trauma, uh, at the Zuckerberg Hospital in the, in the uh, trauma department. Facebook. I don't think it's his Is it hospital. a different Zuckerberg? Well, he donated, so he got his name on it, right? Oh. Okay, so anyway, the doctor that treated the YouTube shooting victims decided to go political. Of course, it's it's uh, the Bay Area. Listen to this. Here we go. Yeah, and this is a terrible day in the United States when, once again, we have a multiple casualty situation that has confronted us here at the Zuckerberg San Francisco General Hospital. When something like this happens, which is terribly unfortunate, then you, you guys come out. But the reality is we have to deal with this all the time. We have to deal with the families, the injuries. We have to deal with this constantly. Gun violence happens every day throughout the United States. Happens here in San Francisco. Happens in the Bay Area. Happens all over the country. Right? But I don't see you guys out here because I'd like to make sure that people know that we got a serious problem that we need to address. No, I don't have all the answers, but I can say that we need, at least we're having a discussion about it nationally, I think, which is a good thing. But this is a real problem. More vagueness. Wait a minute. The marches are a discussion. The rallies yeah. are a discussion. They're not really. They're one sided. They wouldn't even let uh, let Meadow Pollock's brother speak because he wasn't about. He was going to shoot on the victims in Florida at the high school, and uh, and uh, he he didn't want gun control. He wanted security measures first at the school. And he can't speak. It's not a discussion. I love it. Wait, something's got to be done. Yeah. What? Use your head. You're a doctor. You're not that stupid. Doctor Andy Freeze is one that's all out there. He's, but. What what exactly can you do? What exactly can you do? Right? Not much. <laughs> Digital Mike just sent, listening on the iHeart app. <laughs> First you say, you can't do that, which again is what Rachel Sedgwick said she would say. Should we play that again? That was really funny. 
We'll do that when we get back. It's, it's great. I mean, because there's nothing you could do. I asked Rachel Sedgwick, the TUSD school board member, what can you, thank you, Digital Mike, what can you do if a kid brings a gun to school? How would you stop a kid if he has a gun and you don't? Uh, her answer is classic. We'll get to that coming up. KNSTAM792 sounds most stimulating talk. There are works relief. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word cash to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's cash to 200-200. Oh boy, what is happening? It is 7.07 on this Wednesday. It is your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, I put this story up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me there so you can see it, and add Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Follow me there and you'll see it. The organizers of the migrant caravan have uh, leaked to the media. They told the media, I mean, they don't care. They said, we had meetings with Mexican government officials, and they told us to dilute ourselves. So we're smaller. So we don't attract, attract as much attention. And Trump can't get his way. It'll take the pressure off of them in Mexico and the government. Isn't that just nice? Meanwhile, the Trumpster tweeted out this morning... Man, I, what does this even mean? He tweeted about the border. We will be taking strong action today. Okay, military. What? What? What is it? We'll find out. Second thing that I think you need to know: the economy continues to soar, even though the media will focus on the fact that right now the market is down 321 points because of the alleged trade war between China and the U.S., which is really a negotiation. Um, yesterday, the Trump administration put out uh, what 50 billion dollars worth of uh, tariffs. So China today put out $50 billion worth of tariffs on our stuff. So they're going back and forth, and it may never even happen. These are just going to be used to talk. That's it, just to get talks going, to make things more fair. And Trump said that we have a trade deficit of $500 billion a year with, and with intellectual property theft of another $300 billion a year. We can't let this continue. Good for him. Anyway, uh, the media will focus on that despite the fact that ADP says companies continued to hire, man, kept up the pace, 241,000 jobs added in March they were expecting 205,000. Fifth straight month with, with, with at least 200,000 jobs. February, revised upwardly to 246,000 jobs. Mark Zandi, who was a Hillary team person, said, he's with Moody's Analytics, said the job market is rip-roaring. Rip-roaring. Job gains spread across the, uh, the business size and sectors. Construction and manufacturing led... The categories uh, of goods producing sectors, construction and manufacturing. How about that? Third thing, I think you need to know, Arizona teachers today will have a teach-in. Maybe they're getting into class now, but they're getting to school early and they're going to have signs and tell you things and blah, 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 and drop off your kids. And when people drive by and then right before the bell rings, they'll walk into class. They're having a walk-in. They say teach-in, they're having a walk-in. Oh, not a walk-out, but a walk-in. Next will be a walk-out. Watch, I predict that. That's not far... It's not hard to predict. Three things I think you need to know. And by the way, nothing says piss off parents more than not doing your job. And we're like, all right, what now? I know it's not fair. It's not fair. I get it. Uh, But when there's a gazillion people that are willing to do your job, that's. uh, Anyway, listen, I could have stayed in uh, in Waco, Texas, making significantly less more uh, less money than I'm making now. But I chose to go to a different place. 
I don't want to lose good teachers. We could always pay them more. Anyway, we talked about that. Um, This is something that's uh, really, really, really interesting. Uh, First off, it's coming out this morning. uh, Let's go back to the Florida high school. Since we had the YouTube shooter, again, some angry vegan that was just mad at YouTube. She's an animal rights activist that was mad that YouTube was censoring in her eyes and her mind, censoring her videos about, uh, you know, you know, animal rights. Meat is murder, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Again, everything for animals, and she goes and shoots humans. So she shot three people. She she killed herself. The other three people uh, are not dead, thank God. But that's what she did. And apparently, now it's coming out, the police actually talked to her yesterday morning, the morning of the shooting. Could they have done anything? I don't know. I don't know. But there's no laws that would have stopped her, I'll tell you that. Because there are already laws saying you can't go shoot people, but whatever. So uh, let's go back to Florida, though, since there's a shooting there. And we played the soundbite in the last hour of the surgeon from San Francisco that uh, was performing surgeries on the shooting victims and said that, you know, we got a big problem here. We got to do something. And he went all political about gun violence. Um, now, get this. Uh, an anonymous staff, a staffer, Marjorie Stoneham Douglas, or faculty, a faculty member. I don't know if it's a teacher. I don't know what it is. But an anonymous source claiming to be a Stoneman Douglas faculty member went on NRA TV and said the school ignored security suggestions just a couple of months before the big shooting by the wacko nutjob shooter. Left 17 dead, over 30 injured. What? Have you not heard of this? What's going on? It's on NRA TV. Why should the regular media have it? You ready for this? And this is from PJ Media reporting on it. The source said, quote, uh, there was a threat assessment done. And he said, uh, or she said, whatever it was, this threat assessment was done by a retired Secret Service agent, and it was known that he was going to do this assessment by the safety committee, but that no one else at Stoneham Douglas would be aware of it, including administration, except for that one administrator on the committee. The retired Secret Service agent was reportedly the father of a student who had graduated from the school. And this, again, is a couple of months before the shooting. The source continued to say the Secret Service agent came in. He parked in front of the school for 20 minutes. He was never approached by anyone. He gained entry to the campus, never being stopped by anyone at any time, and put post-its on 21 random people. Each post-it note represented a potential casualty. The source claimed there is blood on many people's hands. So the FBI blew it. The Sheriff's Department blew it. The school never had a plan. Do they still have a plan? The guy literally parked in front of the school for 20 minutes. He walked around and just put post-its on people. Boom, 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 boom. As if they were being shot. This is pretty bad. It says here, if the information is confirmed, this is even more damning evidence of institutional failure. The source claimed that many of the security suggestions were easy to implement, such as keeping gates locked and not immediately evacuating the classroom in the event of a fire alarm. He said that to them. And if you remember, the shooter, right before the shooting, pulled the fire alarm so everybody would come running out and he could just start shooting them. Hmm. Now, this is an anonymous source, but this is kind of a big deal, isn't it? So we have that. And it's interesting because CNN had a story. 
out of all places. Yes, CNN had a story that Parkland students back at school, uh, not happy. Marjorie Stoneham Douglum, uh, Douglas students down there in Parkland, Florida, they are not happy with what's going on at their school now. Okay? Um, in this story, they talk about how they feel like they are being singled out and they did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. Daniel Bishop, a sophomore, said to CNN, The march was amazing. It was such an amazing experience to be there as a Parkland student, to experience and see all of us come together and talk about what we want to see happen. But six weeks, it says here, after the shooting and more than a week after the march, many of the students' legislative goals haven't been realized. Bishop said there's still the sense of melancholy because what's going to happen from this? It's not like there was a magic bill that was passed that'll fix all things after the march. That didn't happen. On top of that, Parkland students say they're apprehensive about their school's increased security measures. One student, a 17-year-old, and this student's name is Isabel Robinson, said, we have no sense of normalcy anymore. They now will only be allowed to carry clear backpacks on campus, so there's no privacy. Clear backpacks. When I heard about this, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Students have to wear IDs at all times. And the first thing that I thought was the shooter wasn't even a student. He didn't bring a a backpack to campus. What does that have to do with anything? Students will have limited points of entry to the school. There will be an increased police presence on the campus. The school district is saying is, is considering whether to install metal detectors at the school's entrances. Isn't that funny? That's the number one thing that is used at airports, sporting events. We're not sure if we should spend the money to keep kids safe. We're just, eh, I don't know. You know, pathetic. Pathetic. So you have newly donated clear backpacks. Students have to wear that. No other regular backpacks. Pretty bad, right? Um, it says here, the new precautions were put in place after several security breaches last month. A sheriff's deputy was suspended after he was found sleeping in his squad car on campus. Two students were charged with bringing weapons to school. A third made a threat on social media. So now, this Isabel Robinson, she said she's not happy with the new security measures, this student. She pointed out, like I just did, the gunman was not even a student at the time of the shooting. So these new security measures that appear to target students are counterproductive. Quote, it's like putting into place all these rules that wouldn't have changed anything. And now I think some of these students, maybe some of these students are going to realize that big government isn't good. Some students, like senior Dimitri Hoth, doesn't really like the new backpacks. He said, quote, I get it, the clear backpacks, but he thinks they crossed a line. I get it, but it feels like we are losing individualism. I understand what they're doing, but if a person wants to bring a gun on campus, they just aren't going to put it in their backpack. These kids get it. And the adults are morons. The kid, this student, said he would support metal detectors, but called the clear backpacks an invasion of privacy. An invasion of privacy. The student said, I mean, no one feels safe. Who feels safe in Parkland, Florida? No one. He believes, anyway, even though the clear backpacks are an invasion of privacy, he says the increased security measures will make students safer, but again, nobody doesn't mean they'll be safe. 
Doesn't mean they'll be safe. And then get this. We, we played this video a couple weeks ago. They had black students there. And all of a sudden, they don't feel like they're being counted, right? They're not being counted. We're being overlooked. We're being marginalized, students of color. What? Yeah, that's what they were saying. And they're into this. You ready for this? So you have this shooting at the school. You know, there should be metal detectors. There should be, if teachers or staff want to be armed and go through training, I think that should happen. That's the only way to stop a shooter. That's it. We learned that in Delaware a couple weeks ago. But get this. The, it says here, the increased police presence has also given students of color at Stoneman Douglas a sense of unease, according to Kai Kerber, a junior. He said the school is being turned into a police state. So now we have students of color nervous because the police are on campus. Are you freaking kidding me right now? The police are the bad ones. Now, I admit it, the sheriff's department screwed up, FBI screwed up. Now, you don't want police there because they make you feel bad. You think they're going to be out to get you? Kerber said every day students lose more and more freedoms at Marjorie Stoneham Douglas. Students of color have become targets and white students have become suspects. What? We do not welcome the militarization of Marjorie Stoneham Douglas. It's terrible to see our school lose control over the protection of their students and their families. So now you don't want the police. I, I, this is... This is so insane, isn't it? Everybody wants their 15 seconds of fame. Not even 15 minutes anymore. 15 seconds. 7.20. I just thought that was uh, just incredible stuff right there. 7.20. We'll continue. Uh, I want to get to you. There's, it's now coming out that Mexico, for seven years now, let this caravan ride on through up to America. This is coming out now. And again, Mexico said, dilute yourselves to the caravan. Make yourself smaller so you don't seem so big. It'll ease the pressure from us. Dude, Mexico sucks. I can't stand Mexico anymore. I was even thinking about my wife. Maybe we should get away for four days to Mexico. We were talking about that a few weeks ago. I'm not giving them a damn dime. I'm over this crap. They don't deserve it. All they want to do is flood our country with a bunch of people that want welfare. We're going to continue in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, from Breitbart, Mexican government says the migrant caravan was previously unimpeded yearly event. Well, okay. And again, this is on the heels of the story that I put on my Facebook page, my Twitter page, of how the caravan officials said they had meetings with uh, Mexican immigration officials, and they said, hey, uh, do us a favor. Dilute yourself. Make yourself into smaller groups. Don't be as noticeable. Uh, it, it'll ease the, the pressure off of us. It'll ease the attention. Yeah, we don't, we don't want that. We don't want that. No, no, no. Shh, shh. So we have, I mean, they're literally trying to help them. But the Mexican government revealed this caravan, this whole thing, this is part of an annual event occurring over the past seven years without prior interference. And Mexico claims, oh, listen, we don't promote any irregular migration. No, 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 no. Bull crap. Bull. Bull. They do. How do we know this? There was a statement issued by Mexico's foreign relations ministry. And it addressed the issue of jointly dealing with immigration, talking about the caravan, right? Everything else. The caravan has been a yearly event since 2010, and since the migrants entered the country in an irregular fashion, they are subject to Mexican immigration enforcement. But the statement makes no mention of any enforcement actions in the previous years and reveal that this year they are offering asylum to those who qualify. So this has been happening. They know about all this. They've let it go. They've encouraged it. They've encouraged it. 
crazy, isn't it? And Congressman Paul Gosar from right here in Arizona is the only one. Uh, Did Martha McSilent, did she say anything? There's nothing on her Twitter. She must have not had a good interview on Fox Business or something because she didn't put it up there. Um, You know, she has not said anything on Twitter or anything about, even though she's a border hawk. But Congressman Gosar said Trump should just end NAFTA, null and void, if Mexico will not help us battle illegal immigration. At least he's the one guy that says that, too. All right, Brandon Judd on the military, helping the Border Patrol at the border. Right now, it's Fox. Fox News Radio. I'm Lillian Wu. Big drops on Wall Street after China announces plans for new tariffs on U.S. products in retaliation for planned U.S. hikes. Chief Economic Advisor to the President Larry Kudlow telling Fox Business. Trump is really the first president to fight back and to... Uh, put a shot across the bow. The Dow down some 300 points now. It's off its morning lows. Mark Zuckerberg, head of Facebook, has a date with lawmakers. The House Energy and Commerce Committee on April 11th. Lawmakers want to know about Facebook's dealings with Cambridge Analytica, a data firm with ties to the Trump campaign. Facebook has been under fire for reportedly allowing the firm to use apps to access the likes, names, and other personal information of millions of users. Fox Radio's Rachel Sutherland. Lawmakers say the hearing will be an important opportunity to shed light on consumer data privacy issues. Fox News, we report, you decide. 7.38. Thank you for hanging out. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sounds most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the caravan organizers, let it be known to AFP, Asians, France, Press, that they had meetings with Mexican officials, and the Mexican officials said, hey, can you guys dilute yourselves? Go into smaller groups. Too much pressure right now. You can't trust the Mexican government as far as you can throw them. Too much pressure right now. It's uh, We need the, the attention off of us. Dilute yourself. Go into smaller groups. Oh, yeah, that's what they're doing. So the Trumpster tweets out this morning. Uh, it was a longer tweet, but at the end, I don't know what it means. We'll find out maybe in a second from Brandon Judd. But he said... We'll be taking strong action today, meaning on the border. Huh? Well, we'll see. Second thing that I think you need to know is that the economy keeps on moving. Who cares about the market right now? There's no trade war with China yet. It's called negotiations. But ADP said we added 241,000 jobs. Fifth straight month of at least 200,000 jobs added. Construction and manufacturing were huge. The egghead geniuses that thought Trump would sink the economy, they predicted 205,000, so they were wrong again. Third thing I think you need to know is Arizona teachers this morning are going to have a walk-in. They were going to walk into school, um, I guess, before the bell, but get there early and hold up signs and yell at people that drive by that we need more money and stuff. So that's what they're going to do, and probably soon they'll have a walk-out. Okay, three things I think you need to know. So uh, to talk about these kinds of things, the... The dilution, the caravan, you military on the border. Our guy who's on every single cable news show and major news show on Sundays and everything else. But then he makes time for us here in Tucson because we really are the best. Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council. Brandon, thanks for the time this morning, man. How you doing? You are the best, Garrett. You are the best. I mean, look, you're, you're kind of like the Walmart of talk shows. You, uh, you talk about everything. So, uh, I mean... And yet it's like Seinfeld, because it's really a show about nothing at the same time. <laughs> Which is why so many people listen to you. Yeah, if that's it wasn't the ticket. about something, people would get bored. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you for that. I mean, listen, not only do you think I'm the best, so does my mother. And you can't argue with that, so we'll go with that. <laughs> You're uh, wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, now you've made her list. Um, so let me ask you, first off, 
uh, this caravan. Uh, it, it's amazing that really only Trump has been outspoken against this. There's no other politician on either side that has said this is outrageous, ridiculous. It's a threat to our sovereignty. What the hell is going on here? Is anybody else even paying attention to this that you're talking to? Um, it, it is crazy, but the uh, um, look, I, I don't like to give throw politicians bones or anything like that. But uh, the over the Oversight and Government Reform Committee is going to have a hearing on this on Thursday of next week. Um, they've invited me to testify. Um, before that committee to talk about this, and so there is some, uh, there is a lot of interest that's, that's starting to take place on this, and, and as well there should be um, to allow a nonprofit organization like Sin Fronteras or Without Borders to conspire inside of the United States to commit a crime um, against the United States. The DOJ needs to be involved. The DOJ needs to be investigating Sin Fronteras uh, because if they're purpose is to bring people up to the border and have them cross the border illegally they are conspiring to break our laws and that is a crime and they should be prosecuted for it and how come you know and you can't really answer this but you know i'm scratching my head saying how come there aren't uh, politicians outspoken against this throwing down on mexico saying this same thing i i don't Garrett. It, it, yeah it, i know. It, uh, <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I, I, I wish I could tell you. I, I get so frustrated. I'm back in Washington, D.C. all the time. Um, I'm on the Hill trying to, to get interest in this because, frankly, the American public is interested in this. I mean, how many times does the American public have to speak out? They want secure borders. They want to be able to control or know who is coming into the United States. I mean, we have the right to know that. We're not talking about legal. We're not talking about legal immigration. We're talking about illegal immigration, and why the politicians aren't out speaking up against it, especially when the American public has spoken out. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Brandon Judd is who you're listening to on KNST AM seven ninety, the president of the National Border Patrol Council. Um, so, look, the Mexican government on one hand said we're going to disband this group on Wednesday. And then other officials from the Mexican government, other agencies said, no, we're not. We actually backed them. Screw Trump. We're giving them the finger. And now we find out in this story, and I put it on my Facebook page, and I tweeted it out, that the Mexican government officials were meeting with the organizers, that uh, Open Borders group, and they said, again, dilute yourselves. It's like they're working in cahoots with them. And then we find out this has happened for seven years. Seven years. They are. They're, they're, they're actually aiding and abetting. They've got... They've got an immigration group that is helping them come up to our border. It's called Grupo Beta. This this organization is supposed to be helping the Border Patrol um, apprehend and catch people that cross the border illegally. But in reality, what they're doing is they're leading this group up to the borders and allowing us to cross the borders. I mean, you've got the Mexican government that is complicit in helping people break the laws of another sovereign nation. That should never be allowed. And what's funny is, is, that, is, is how many of the, the liberal, liberal media outlets have been calling President Trump all kinds of names because he was trying to put pressure on the Mexican government to do the right thing. Isn't that what President Trump is supposed to do? Yet we've got these liberal organizations that are saying President Trump shouldn't be trying to tell the Mexican government what they should do. In reality, he should be doing exactly that. That's exactly what presidents of the United States should be doing. They should be looking out for the interest of their country. And again, they try to tell us what we should do. They're, they're, their politicians have no problem telling us you can't build a wall. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, look, I know you talk to politicians. You don't have to name names. But if you know this, they have to know this too, right? They have to know this. 
but yet they don't do anything about it is because they're just, you know, they, are they bought and sold by cheap labor, by Chamber of Commerce? What's the deal? There, a, a lot of them are. There, there's some really good ones out there that we have to take a look at, and we have to elevate them to statuses um, that allows them the voice that they need. I mean, you look at Senator Cruz. This guy is absolutely and totally unwavering in what needs to be done as far as illegal immigration. Uh, you know, when the Republicans were talking about immigration reform, um, Senator Cruz was, was out there saying, we cannot do this, we cannot do this. Um, you've got Senator Cornyn, you've got Senator Grassley, um, you've got Senator Heller, uh, Senator Tillis. There's a lot of, of very good senators out there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, did you say Senator is- Tillis? Tom Tillis? You, you said Senator Tom Tillis in North Carolina? Well, Tom Tillis, is, he's been good. He's been good on the immigration front. Okay, because he's a, he's a big H-1B visa guy, cheap labor guy, that kind of stuff, too. You know, it's just, it's... I'll, I'll have to go back and I'll look. I mean, I, hey, I do not have a monopoly on being right. You know that. Uh, that that's where I am. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Brandon Judd, who you're listening to, uh, the National Border Patrol Council, uh, KNST AM790. It's amazing how somehow I have credibility. I just don't understand it. Every day I try to destroy it, and yet it doesn't work. Um, you know You know what's funny is, uh, how, do you, how do you feel waking up in the morning knowing that you're, you are just going to make people cry? I mean, <laughs> when, when you I actually go after like McCain, that. when you go after Flake, these poor guys, you make them cry. It makes me feel better. I guess I'm kind of evil in that way. It makes me feel really good. It's, th- it's therapy, Brandon. I tell people all the time, it's therapy. Like, if I didn't have this show to complain about it, my wife would probably divorce me because she'd be my only audience. And I just, You know, I, what, what, what's funny is, is you would think that, that like a state of Arizona, a state that has been absolutely devastated by illegal immigration, you would think that we would have senators in that state that would lead this charge and why they're not is is absolutely and totally beyond me you know that's why kelly ward is uh, she's trying to get up there and do it and then we have uh, martha mcsilent who doesn't say anything about anything she's such a she's such a freaking border hawk but she's been silent about this entire situation of the caravan um but it, you know, i'm with it you know part of me and and, and i want to ask about the military on the border in just a second but my you tell me if i'm wrong on this i wonder that too and the only thing that i can think of is that yeah we are hit by hard by illegal immigration but businesses tend to profit when more people come into the state and spend money, whether they're here legally or illegally. And businesses, depending on the industry, also benefit by the flood of cheap labor. So it's kind of like we know it's a problem, but at the same time, we can benefit from it here on the business side. Well, you benefit, in, uh, you benefit on one side of the equation, but you lose on the other side of yes. the equation. you got to remember how many, you know, how many of our tax dollars go towards um, the social programs that illegal immigrants are, 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 are um, taking advantage of. So, yeah, a specific business might benefit, but the American public at large is not benefiting. I mean, when you have uh, FARA coming out and, and they do study after study after study, Center for Immigration Studies um, also does study after study after study, and they talk about the billions of dollars that is costing the American taxpayers um, to burden uh, I, I'm, the burden that's on us uh, caused by the illegal immigrants that are in this country. I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't buy that we should put the interests of one specific business above the interest of the taxpayer. Oh, it no, I agree. Yeah. Billions of dollars. I agree. I'm just saying that I think that the businesses have uh, formed together with the Chamber of Commerce to grease 
the skids of the politicians so they can keep benefiting because they don't care and they're just greedy in that aspect. That's just my thing. Um, yeah. You know, that, 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 that's the only, because it, it makes no, there's no other reason to actually be, be okay with it. And we should know how dangerous it is. And we do, but you have a bunch of greedy people that just, you know, they, they don't care. Um, and that's where Flake and McCain are. They're in the hands of Big Ag and, and, and Chamber of Commerce, big business. Um, really quick, Trump with the uh, making the announcement out of nowhere yesterday, we're going to send the military down there. What do you expect, if you have any idea, the uh, the militaries, the National Guard, what are they going to do to help you guys? Well, I think that what's going to be the big, biggest benefit that we're going to see is it's going to allow us to put more of our resources on the borders. Right now we have so many agents that are tied up watching the cameras, um, monitoring the sensors, uh, in the sky boxes, in the scope trucks, um, you know, in the surveillance positions. That's what the, that's what the National Guard or the military, again, we don't know which one we're talking about, because he does, President Trump doesn't have control of the National Guard. That's the governor of, of the yeah. individual state. Okay. Um, he does have control of the military. Um, we're, I do not believe that we're going to see the military in a, in a, in a police aspect because there are laws that are against that, which yeah. I agree with 100%. Mm-hmm. I never want to see, um, a Democratic president have control of the military and put them in a policing, yeah. um, aspect. Um, but, but they absolutely have the right to be there to support our operations. They just can't actually arrest people because they're not duly sworn in law enforcement agents. Um, nor are they trained immigration officers, but they can support our operations by being our eyes, letting us uh, put more resources on the border, which then allows uh, for more certainty of apprehension. You've got to remember, illegal smuggling, whether it's humans, whether it's uh, opioids, whether it's uh, uh, fake opioids, um, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, illegal smuggling is a multi-billion dollar industry. If we can stop, if we seize or arrest those things that are coming across the border illegally, we put a dent in the, in the bottom line of these cartels. What we want to do is we want to make it more difficult for them to conduct business so that they, in fact, go out of business. Um, let them do their crimes in, in Mexico. Don't let them do their crimes here in the United States. Uh, so you don't think that the military will be giving the power to arrest people if they come across the border? I don't, and I would not advocate for that one okay. at all. I mean, the laws the laws are very clear yeah, ex- that the military is not to be used as a police force yeah. in the United States. Well, the one reason I asked, I, had a, a, I have a lot of Border Patrol agents that listen, and they send me messages. Um, and one of them this morning was excited to hear you, and he said, here's the problem. Here's what's going on now. People are walking into the building where pedestrians walk through and claiming credible fear or asylum. They then have to be processed, then given a court date. He said, so unless we have immigration judges... Uh, and hearing hearing claims right there, the only solution is to deny entry to them. So is that an ex- you know how do you, can you do that? Can you just can we just turn them around and say nope? I don't care if you say asylum. See you later. No, no, you can't. In fact, the moment somebody steps one foot into the United States, I am now required to take take them into custody. So what it requires is is it it requires look physical walls could do that, which is why I am a huge advocate yeah. of walls. If we have walls that are not crossable, like so, so let's just say that we get some of these these prototypes that we've seen, which are which are some really fantastic prototypes. If we got those prototypes on the border, if somebody tries to cross the bo- climb that wall, I can get up on that wall and I can say, "Nope, you're not coming over," and just and 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 stop them from coming over, and I wouldn't have to take them into custody. Um, 
so we could stop them that way, which would then end the catch and release. Otherwise, we have to have our politicians step up and end these catch and release programs, put laws in that do not allow judges to release people on their own recognizance, that doesn't allow judges to bond them out, that doesn't let ICE. Uh, ICE is a huge problem. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. ICE is a huge problem, and, and one of the biggest problems that we face is we've got a great president who wants to stop illegal immigration, but we have all of the Obama holdovers in our agencies. The Border Patrol is run by Obama holdovers. We have not changed any of our enforcement policies since President Trump has been in, in, in office, and the reason is, is because we're inundated with Obama holdovers. Mm-hmm. We have to get rid of those Obama holdovers. We have to put people in, in, in our enforcement positions who want to enforce the laws rather than enforce their own political ideology, and that's a huge problem. So we have to have legislators that are going to be willing to step up to ensure that judges can't do this, to ensure that ICE can't release people, to ensure that Border Patrol puts in improper policies and so on and so forth. We have to do that. Brandon, man, I'm, I'm out of time. I thank you, man. I know we're going to have more on this because this is not going away, and I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks. you got to take care. Bye. Brandon Judd, National Border Patrol Council on KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. More Garrett. That's what we need. Yes, even more. More. Hello, how you doing? It's Trump Day. It takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. Well, it's true. More Garrett, we need more. <laughs> I like Wham songs. So does everyone. Do you like salad? That too. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most... Yeah, thank you. Stimulating talk. Three, I'm so excited for what's about to happen. Three things <laughs> that I think you need to know. Number one, the caravan of migrants, the group that's organizing them... They let it leak out to the media. Oh, yeah, we met with Mexican government officials. They told us to dilute ourselves, to become smaller. We're attracting way too much attention. It's giving Trump power, putting way too much pressure on them. So we're, we're going to do that. We're, we're going uh, to get uh, a little bit uh, smaller. Oh, yeah. Quote, they tell us, dilute yourselves. Do less and less. It is for Trump. There is a lot of pressure from Mexico. They've slipped us that if they continue in the same dimension and with the media commotion, they can take action. That's what he said the... As an activist, that's what the government told him. Wow. So the Trumpster this morning, who knows what he's going to do, but he said uh, about border security this morning, he gave a long tweet, and he said, we will be taking strong action today. What's going to happen? I can't wait to find out. Second thing that I think you need to know, the economy continues to just motor, just motor. ADP says 241,000 jobs added in March. February revised upward to 246,000. Fifth straight month with at least 200,000 jobs. Manufacturing and construction jobs surged. Surged. Hello, tax cuts. I know the, the market might be dropping a little bit because Trump's negotiating with China. There's no trade war yet. They're threats. Threats. The tariffs haven't gone through yet. It's going to be months before that happens. This is called negotiations. Third thing I think you need to know. This morning, Arizona teachers staged a walk-in. They got to school early, apparently held up signs, yelled at people, we need more money, blah, 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 then they walked into class. Not a walk-out, but a walk-in to try to tell parents that, you know, we need more money and stuff like that. But I think we all need more money, don't we? Three things I think you need to know. Yeah, Who has two thumbs and needs more money? This, this guy. guy. There you have it. So uh, Martha McSilent decided to go uh, once again away from us. She, she, Her people still haven't, you, you emailed her people again, what, two days ago? 
right, yes. Ryan? Yes, yes. They still haven't gotten back to Ryan. Uh, if you recall, if you're new to the show, you don't know this, but if you recall, if you were with us, uh, Martha McSally, she has a regular scheduler with her office and then a PR company, a PR company uh, that is running her senatorial bid. And uh, the lady that's running it for this particular PR company, we looked up on the website, on her website, this PR lady, uh, this lady that's in charge of it for the company, uh, it says on her that she was part of the McCain 2008 presidential team. So the swamp works together. The same McCain team is running the McSally for Senate campaign. I get it. Listen, I get it. So anyway, that lady didn't realize how much Martha hates us. So uh, she agreed to have Martha on the show, agree with us on a Friday. She'll be on Monday morning. This is a couple of months ago. And then Saturday night, she sent an email to Ryan. Sorry, I screwed up. It's my fault. Martha has a breakfast. Can't do it. But be in touch. We've never heard from him since. She's never touched me since. Yeah. Well, ugh. what? But she, because you're right, she said stay in touch. Yep. So she's Martha McSilent. Uh, she won't debate Kelly Ward, and you'll find out why in just a second. She won't come on this show, and apparently she decided to not be silent. And she she keeps going on the national shows for three or four minute you know clips, you know generic questions, so she can get at her talking points of I'm a border hawk and I have ovaries and I'm not afraid of uh, of uh, I battle terrorists, so liberals don't scare me. Blah, blah, blah. So she goes on Lou Dobbs' show on Fox Business yesterday. And it didn't work out. We'll play a soundbite afterwards where we're like, what did she say? I mean, typical political nothing answer. But Lou, War, Lou Dobbs challenged her. Lou Dobbs challenged her and wasn't going to take her gobbledygook. So she won't go on Lou Dobbs' show anymore. I guarantee you that. And that'll be fine. But I'm glad that Lou actually asked some questions. So they started talking about the, the uh, caravan and border security and the military and the border and stuff like that. And she came up with the, I love when politicians say this, and Trump called Hillary out for this crap. Remember when Hillary said Trump took advantage of loopholes and he said, they're not, they're not loopholes for taxes. Lo- These are laws that you and your buddies created. If they were so bad, why didn't you change the law? So Martha McSally said, listen, people are coming to our border. They're taking advantage of loopholes in it where they can claim asylum and stuff like that. So loopholes, loopholes, so Lou Dobbs is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not loopholes. These are laws. You should take out loop. That's the law. And, and then he started asking her about leadership because they screwed Trump with that stupid omnibus bill. What, now, what is a swamp creature like McSally going to do? Is she going to toe the line? Because, you know, she has to say that she loves Trump in order to win. Oh, yeah, she has to say that. Because she doesn't like him. She didn't vote for him. She won't say she voted for him. I'm going to say she didn't, right? So what does she do? Does she, can she somehow straddle the line of saying that she loves Trump and at the same time not rip Paul Ryan and the rest of these clowns for not giving one penny for the wall and reducing the number of ICE agents that are allowed in detention beds? What can she do? You know what she tries to do? BS her way out of it. Listen to what happened on the Lou Dobbs show. We'll pause it for reaction. Here we go. Right. They're taking advantage of the loopholes that we have in the law. And then, as hmm. the president said, they disappear but, into the United States. Uh, they're given a court it makes date it sound years a little in the future benign and they never to say show up. Loopholes because these are the constructions of a previous two administrations, the Bush administration and the Obama administration. There isn't a loophole. There is a contrivance and a design to leave those borders wide open, supported by the Chamber of Commerce, supported by the Business Roundtable, and the leadership, this, your speaker, your speaker mm. and, the, and the Republican Conference's uh, Majority Leader McConnell in the Senate 
have insulted the American people. They didn't even respond to the president's request for that wall. They didn't fund a dime of it. And they insulted him further and the American people by reducing the number of ICE agents that they would fund in the $1.3 trillion spending bill. What in the world uh, is your conference thinking so, to put up look, with that look, kind of leadership? There, I'll look, there is border but security I want to funding first. Mm. In this year's fiscal, uh, fiscal year that we're in right now, there is $1.57 billion uh -oh. in the next year's, uh, uh -oh. the, the remaining six months of this fiscal year uh, for almost 95 miles of border security. But look, we've no, got no, a 2,000-mile no, 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 border, Congressman, and we need I respect to do you too much for you to, to play games with me. I'm not uh, playing games yes, with you. Yes, you are. You're calling it border security. I'm talking about a wall. The president is talking about a wall. He isn't talking about border security. He's not talking about systems. He's not talking about technology. No. He's talking about a wall. Now, right. you're, making, so you're making my point, but I really want us to be very direct and honest and specific. Right. There is not a dime for the president's wall. There Ooh. is a reduction in the number of ICE agents. How do you rationalize that from a speaker and a leadership of the Republican Party and Congress yes. that will insult you and every member by doing so? Hey, come well, on. Look, there's $1.57 billion. That's the second time you've asked me to look, Congresswoman. No, no. I'm mean, trying look, to pay attention to you. But, but I really you. need you just to tell us the truth. Oh. Okay, so the Secure America's Futures Act, which is the bill I have been leading on, has $38 billion <laughs> in a trust fund to make sure that we fully fund the border wall, we fully fund the border agents, and everything else is going to take to secure our border. But we also do need to change the law. We have these individuals that are uh, claiming false asylum claims ask you three because we can't now return about them your back to Mexico. And what you're going to do yeah. about it. And how no, you I'm feel about you the I'm fact that it. they have insulted the American people. You can't just talk over me. Pause it, pause it. Third time. She will not say anything bad about the swamp. I know what you're saying. See, this is why I'll never vote for her, Garrett. I get it. I get it. As bad as she is, Kirsten Sinema is a hell of a lot worse. Either you get everybody out there to vote for Kelly Ward, but if somehow Martha beats Kelly, which I hope doesn't happen, you have to vote for this, whatever she is. But, but, he's exposing her. She won't go back. I wondered, and we'll hear her answer in just a second. Again, he's like, the third time. How can you let this happen? How can you not publicly go after Paul Ryan and the rest of them for not funding the wall? You're such a freaking border hawk, Martha. You're so tough on the border. And yet, by the way, remember, she did vote for this. She voted for this bill that did not fund the wall and reduced ICE agents. The number of them. I wonder when I went to her Twitter timeline why she didn't put this up because, you know, any politician will put up any video that gives them publicity. And she didn't put this up, obviously, because it didn't go very well for her. Let's hear what else happened. Just answer the question, if you would. No, I am answering your question. My bill mad. that we want to get That's out your of the bill. House I'm of asking you about your leadership. Addresses this issue. Have they, has your leadership supported your bill? Our leadership is supporting our bill. Steve Scalise is a co-sponsor of it. They are whipping uh -huh. the bill. We need 218 Republicans mm -hmm. to say they're going to vote yes on the bill. Uh, so this is the issue. We've got to get this out of the House of Representatives. The, it's been actively whipped, but we still have some people that have some issues with it. So how do you it. feel about the $1.3 trillion dollar spending bill and the insult to the president and the American people uh, that was leveled by your leadership, specifically Speaker mm -hmm. Ryan and the leadership of the Republican Party the in ignoring question. the president's request for funds for the wall for additional security to protect the American people and defend our national sovereignty. Lou, speaking of defending the American people, that bill had $700 billion oh, for our troops. Uh, and they, because of the failed policies of Obama, they're in a really do that, are you? 
You're no, really I am. not serious. Because it was really that. what that bill was about. Oh, but boy. in addition, I there's $1.57 billion for the border wall system. This is actually this the factual. Border wall system? system. The yes. border wall system. Which includes border wall and not everything else that it's going to take in order to secure our border. Look, the Democrats have been holding these That's issues hostage. Look. They're one playing conversation, games for Congresswoman, their... I assure you, I am paying attention. Yes. She's such and the a Democrat person. leadership has been holding all of this hostage for them playing oh. political games oh with their boy. pet projects for illegal immigration. Forgive me, I thought the Republicans had won uh, control of the House and the oh. Senate and had responsibility for its leadership and the, and the legislation that would uh, result. Lou, uh, thank you for straightening me out. It's going to address the loopholes. Well, it's going to tell allow leadership. this caravan and others tell to no longer be turning themselves into border agents and disappearing into the United States. This is insanity, and we've got to address these issues, so we've got to pass our bill. Not doing so honestly is the insanity, as far as I'm concerned, Congresswoman. Uh, I'm, uh, I'd like to have you back, and we'll try again. Okay, uh, I appreciate Lou. it so much. Sounds good. Congresswoman Martha McSally. <laughs> Zero chance. She goes back on that show. Zero chance. I I just feel bad. I don't even know who I feel bad for. Zero chance. <laughs> 83. 83. Don't worry. But she shouldn't be scared. 83. She shouldn't be scared about uh, going back on Lou Dobbs' show, right? Right. Why not? Mm-hmm. After taking on terrorists in combat, the liberals in the Senate won't scare me one bit. But Lou Dobbs and Garrett Lewis do. Tell you that. Right? Well, maybe she should. I'm a fighter pilot, and I talk like one. Yeah. That's why I told Washington Republicans to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Or you could just tell the truth. You can't, That's the thing. You just can't be honest. You can't be honest. She dodged. She so dodges everything. Hard. She dodges everything. Wait till you hear. We'll play uh, when we come back. The first thing she said about the caravan. And... It's like it was like Billy Madison, where we're like, we don't know what you just said. We're all now dumber. Wait, wait. we'll play that when we get back. What your reaction to eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight? Hit me up on Twitter with what you thought, what you just heard. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter, I'd love to see it. Email me Garrett at knst.com. Um, remarkable stuff there, isn't it? Now you know why she doesn't want to debate Kelly Ward. She's got to be in a very controlled environment where she can only get out what she wants. Uh, good for Lou Dobbs for asking the tough questions because she'll still go on other Fox News shows and get the softballs. What are you Bill going to do? What is this? What is that? But it's, it's true. How come you're not telling your leadership? And if Lou Dobbs had more time, he probably would have said at the end, you want your bill passed. Why don't you ask Paul Ryan why isn't it passed? Huh? How come? Again, if you're such a border hawk, why did you vote for this when the new border walls, the prototypes that will actually secure the country are not allowed to be built? Not allowed to be built. Anyway, we'll continue. I'll put that video on my page at KNST.com and on my Facebook page. It is just epic. We'll continue. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. <laughs> oh, man. I just put that uh, McSally video on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis. Like it and follow it. And I can't wait to see your comments. Spread it around. Yeah, share it. Share it. Share it. Share it. It's going to be 89 and sunny today, 829 right now on KNST AM 790. Uh, we're in the upper 50s right now, 57, depending on where you are. Um, let's play really quick. Do we have that first thing? McSally yeah. was asked, is not, I don't know what the question, we have just, just her? Just her. Okay. She was asked basically about uh, the idea of Trump putting uh, military on the border, and uh, well, this is what she said. 
Well, Lou, I appreciate his continued leadership on border security. Uh, things happen slowly often around here in Washington, D.C., the new place that I deploy. And so it's an important, I think, step in the right direction uh, to be appropriately in the appropriate places using our National Guard in order to fill in the gaps. We actually have uh, 2,000 uh, Border Patrol agents short of uh, what our existing authorities are. Uh, and they haven't been able to retain and recruit in order to fill those positions. So it is a manpower-intensive job to secure our border uh, and the National Guard appropriately and what we call defense support to civil authorities uh, can do a job to support this very important mission for the communities like mine that I represent uh, while we continue to address the other issues to secure our southern border once and for all. And so I appreciate his leadership on this issue on many fronts, including this uh, announcement today. today. Wait, you, what, the, what, what, what just happened? I don't even know. I really don't know what just happened. Holy smokes. Again, by the way, she really has no statement on this about the whole caravan and everything else. And again, why isn't she screaming from the rooftop about this? And, and let me just tell you something. Uh, Trump's approval rating, Rasmussen daily presidential tracking poll. Uh, Trump is now up to 51%. Remember, it was a big deal a couple days ago. He was at 50. Now he is at 51%. Now, why do you think it's going up? Is it, is it, um, inflation? The Trump inflation. What do you think it is? Is it 51% now like his job performance? Is it all of a sudden, and this is every day they're asking him. Notice he's gotten extremely tough over the past few days, past week or so, over illegal immigration. Do you think that it's it's a coincidence? Do you think that that's what's causing his approval rating to go up? Because, I mean, let's face it, most people in this country want law and order. And it doesn't matter if you're Hispanic, white, black, Nobody wants people here illegally, for the most part. There are some wackos out there, but for the most part, you're like, I want law and order, I want wages to go up, I want Americans to get jobs, I don't care if they're white, black, Hispanic, they're Americans. We'll have more on this Trump approval rating, and what do you think? Do you think that it's because his tough talk on China, tough talk on illegal immigration? I think so. What do you think? 880-KNST, 880-5678, we'll continue in five, here's Fox. 839, thanks for hanging out. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Uh, First thing that I think you need to know, uh, Trump's approval rating in Rasmussen, daily presidential approval going up again, 51%. When are these swamp Republicans, they don't care, when will they ever learn? I really think that when you start talking tough about illegal immigration, People start liking what you say. He won an election on that. I think he's realizing he has to get back to the roots. Back to the roots, right? There you go. So uh, that's there. 51%. We'll have more on that in a minute. Second thing that I think you need to know, this caravan of uh, soon-to-be illegal aliens, about a month away from hitting Baja, California. They're going to pass by southern Arizona. Um, But the group that organized them, the Open Borders Group, They said that Mexican government officials are saying, asking them, can you please dilute yourself? Don't be such a big group. Make yourself smaller so you're less noticeable so we can do more. Okay? There's too much pressure on us. Trump's coming after us. Just dilute yourself. They're encouraging them to keep on going. They're trying to change the way they do it, change the way they're doing it so they don't draw a lot of attention. That is what this corrupt group is doing, man. I'm telling you, it's just, it's crazy. And by the way, Trump said this morning in in a tweet about four hours ago about... Border protection, we will be taking strong action today. Whatever that is, I don't know. Third thing, I think you need to know the economy continues to roar. ADP, 
says private payrolls grew by 241,000 in March. February was revised upward to 246,000. And he said construction and manufacturing are just on fire right now in this country. Remember when we never thought we'd have manufacturing again? Those jobs aren't coming back. Not, not, not happening. Not happening. So we have that going on. It's great stuff. The economy is just booming. And by the way, Larry Kudlow, I just retweeted this. Larry Kudlow said, look, these, um, these tariffs that were, uh, you know, going back and forth with China, 50, um, Trump and his team picked out $50 billion in tariffs yesterday. China responded with $50 billion this morning. He said, they may never go into effect. Trump's a free trader. This is all about, and he's fair trade, this is all about just basically making sure um, that China stops stealing our stuff, our intellectual property. Uh, we can't have such a deficit. We just, this is called negotiation. But the market explodes, and they buy and they sell, and that's what they do. I would consider it a buying opportunity, but that's just me. So anyway, three things I think you need to know. I was tipped off on something, by the way, also. If you like what, uh, or did your ears bleed, or whatever it is, right, about uh, what Martha McSally just said, I got tipped off by someone, and I checked the Saddlebrook Republican Club website. Martha McSally is going to be at the Saddlebrook Republican Club today. 3 to 4 p.m. Now, again, I won't be there. It's the Mountain View Country Club East Ballroom there. She'll be speaking. Doors open at 2.30. If I were you, I would go. Please go for me up there in Saddlebrook. I know, listen, when I was there, we drew over 500 people, and it was a great crowd. Um, Go there. Please go there. McSally's going to be speaking at some point between 3 and 4 o'clock. I hope she takes questions. And if she does... Two things I want you to hit on. One, when are you going to go on Garrett Lewis's radio show? That would be awesome. Watch her squirm. Please do that. Two, do what Lou Dobbs did and say, why are you not more upset? And why did you not call out Paul Ryan and the leadership for not having any funding for the new border wall prototypes? And if she goes at you with the, well, there's $1.6 billion for... Fa- no, no, no. I want the wall built, and there's nothing... As a matter of fact, there's language in that omnibus bill that she voted for. There's language in there. Remember, you know this. There's language in there that says none of this money can be used to build the new border wall prototypes. It can only be used to build the things that were approved before 2017. How come you didn't rip leadership for that? This is not acceptable. Are you going to actually fight back? Or are you part of the swamp, Martha? Ask those questions. But especially the one, why aren't you going on Garrett Lewis's radio show? Right? Right? So we we have that. Um, I'm, I really wish I would. I really wish I could go. I really wish I could go. You know, it'd be just like when McCain uh, came to uh, basis in Oro Valley about five years, maybe about five years ago. And I was sitting, he started talking about anti-gun stuff, like really like stuff that he's never said publicly, like at least on camera before. And as he was talking, I was tech, I was emailing his scheduler. Hey, I'm here. I, I just heard what Senator McCain just said about guns and firearms. I'd like to have him on my show to talk about it tomorrow, anytime between six and 10. And I sent the email and within eight seconds, I got a reply back. His schedule is full. What about a, the next day? Well, I have a feeling if I did the same thing for McSally and I emailed, I'm listening to this. I'm right here. I'd get the same thing. Wouldn't it be funny if I stood? Hey, uh, hi, Martha. I'm Garrett Lewis. I'd just like to ask a question. 
You gonna come on my radio show tomorrow? How about tomorrow? Tell me, tell me. Uh, you know what? I bet you the good people of Satterbrook would actually be like, you know what, Gary? Why don't you go up there and interview her right now? They would, she wouldn't, her people would be like, no, no, we didn't come be, here for this. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Garrett doesn't have ovaries. This is not fair. Oh my God. Are you, have you looked? I'm pretty sure. I don't identify that way. Huh. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. So go there, please. If you're in Saddlebrook, go there today. Hang on. Uh, Mike, welcome back yeah. to KNST. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Still a little PO'd about all this rhetoric from uh, McSally. And let me get, again, you're, you're the uh, former Border Patrol agent, former Special Forces guy. I'm getting emails from listeners, and, and they want to know your book name and your name, because they want to buy it. All right. The name of the book is 10 Years on the Line, My War on the Border, and my name is Mike Ligon, L-I-G-O-N. Okay. It's on Amazon. Uh, you can read the reviews on uh, there, and uh, it's, I, I document the corruption uh, that's not uncommon along the ports of entry. A lot of people will realize that there's a problem between the ports of entry with the illegals crossing and the Border Patrol agents sitting in the X, etc. But they don't know the incredible uh, stuff that's going on at the ports of entry that are basically just a sieve. Uh, and there's websites telling people all over the world to uh, go through to Mexico City and catch a bus through Douglas, Arizona. Um, so but I got to tell you, nothing. I, I I wrote a blog about McSally early on when she was running. She's a she's a, she's not a conservative. No, of course not. And and nothing tells me that. And I hope the voter takes a, takes notice. Nothing indicates uh, proclaims this more her as a feminazi than her telling everybody to grow, these people to grow a set of ovaries. Uh, and I'm really sick, and I'm retired military, and I'm really sick of people using the military, their military's uh, exaggerated military service uh, for political means. Mm-hmm. You know, in the old days, when I, when I was growing up, after World War, I, was, I was born in 51, and it was considered shameful to use military service for political gain. And the, the, the country's turned upside down in that regard. And no, nobody exemplifies that more than McCain and McSally. I've met Joe Arpaio uh, when I was testifying before the Border Security Initiative at the state legislature. Um, couldn't get a word ed- edgewise. No, of course and, not. That's why I refuse to have him on my show. Right. Uh, his solution is very simple, lock everybody up. That's not going to work. He's, he's got a great drug enforcement record, but he's not a, con- he's not a Congress material. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I've been to uh, Kelly Ward's campaign f- uh, rallies twice. I've met her the last time when she had Dr. Gorka there. Uh, her and her husband sat with me uh, uh, at a meal beforehand. Just we just happened to a chance encounter, and I'm impressed. I believe that she is immune to the Beltway virus, uh, and I think that she will do what she says. And like Dr. Gorka said about her, she's results oriented. And uh, she will stick to her faith, her 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 canons, her tenets. And I think uh, we need we need to support her against the uh, the swamp and the establishment uh, to get her in there and support Trump's Trump's agenda. That's this is critical for Arizona. Okay, now get back to the border. This McSally's uh, wrong on several counts, but well, let's stick to the National Guard. 
Trump said that he was willing to, he's going to send the military. Now that, the military is a, is a big organization. And then McSally's default, as, as many of the pseudo, the rhinos say, uh, send the National Guard. Well, I was on the border when the National Guard was sent, was deployed there twice. And they got in the way. They're not authorized to conduct law enforcement activities. Uh, most of them, uh, where I was at, they didn't even have bullets in their weapons. Uh, and I don't believe these uh, support units, like engineers, uh, truck drivers, etc., in uniform on the border, it, it, it makes for good uh, video, you know, on the news. I got you, news. but let me ask you this but real they, quick, because we're, we're running short on time. But let me just ask you this. Brandon Judd was on, and he said that, you know, yes, he doesn't believe that they, they're not going to have the power to arrest people and stuff like that. And he doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want that to happen. Uh, he doesn't. Right. He, he did, no, he's afraid of what a Democrat would do in office with that power. But he right. said they help because they're extra eyes. They're extra eyes out there that can help them because Border Patrol gets distracted. The distra- the dis- you know, the, the distractions happen. They send up people no, no. one way to distract no, they're not, everybody they're there. They're not even eyes. They're not even eyes because what? there's a video of, people, of citizens, of ranchers, who've taken video of, of these National Guardsmen sitting in their tents playing video games. But was that under Obama? Was, was, was that under Obama? Yeah. Okay. Well, they had specific orders under Obama as well. Now, um, they, Reagan, under Reagan, he sent the Marines on the border. He sent some recon snipers. Uh, and uh, when I was stationed at Bragg, I was in the unit that sent uh, Special Forces teams on the border in this area before I moved here. And uh, we, we had some guys supporting us, uh, the Special Operations guys, that had some technical capabilities that assisted the Border Patrol in the gaps where they don't have eyes. And why don't we ask the Border Patrol why they set their uh, vi- their infrared cameras, you know, 10 miles away from the border instead of on the mountaintops right on the border so they can look sideways when they see them cross. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. But we need to see send actual combat troops, not combat support troops on the border for, and give them rules of engagement that will allow them. They have po- posse comitatus. No, says he can't. But but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I I got it. But but then, can you say this is an international situation if it's on our border to protect? Can you yeah. then do that? that that's several, that's the legal question. Several presidents have done that. When then during the Mex- one of the Mexican revolutions, uh, the Vistas and the Juaristas were fighting across Mexico, and they killed a woman breastfeeding her baby on the border uh, on our front porch. The president sent the troops on the border and says, "You guys need to move away from the border. We're going to come in and, and solve your problem." Mm-hmm. We've done this many, many times before, but the political will wants to use posse comitatus as an excuse not to enforce the border yeah, security. You're right. Hey, listen, I'm just short on time. We'll get you on again, Mike. I, I appreciate it. Uh, we're just we're just short. I apologize, but we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. Much more to talk about the Trump race. What do you think? Are his ratings going up because all of a sudden he's getting very tough in the past week on illegal immigration? It's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. It's 9.09. What are you doing? Your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. You know, the market's only down 82 points right now. At one point, it was down... Was it 460 or 470, close to five? Yeah. We are not in a trade war. You know, I just wish they kept on selling so I could buy some stuff at a cheap price, but whatever. <laughs> uh, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, the Trump approval rating is continuing to go up. It is now at 
Yes, thank you. Up from 50. It's going up every day, it seems like. Is it because... Wait, wait, wait. Is it because he's getting tough on illegal immigration and the country likes that? Eh, Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. So we have that. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, the Mexican government is working with that caravan. Mexico, they are a bunch of liars, uh, the government officials. They actually, and this is straight from the, the organization, the nonprofit evil group that's getting the caravan to, to head to America. The activists said, we talked to Mexican immigration officials. They told us to dilute ourselves, to get smaller so we're not as noticeable and things like that. Oh, yeah. Get smaller. That way it'll take pressure off us. There's too much pressure right now on us. We need, you need to get smaller. Smaller. So we'll do that. Don't you like that? Isn't that just nice? By the way, the Trumpster tweeted out this morning, and I don't know what it means, if anything, but he said he's going to get taught there's going to be strong action on the border today, which I don't know what that means, but I'd like to find out. Third thing I think you need to know, well, is this. Jobs, 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 jobs. 241,000 jobs added in the month of March. The egghead experts that thought Trump would sink the economy were predicting 205,000. Manufacturing and construction led the way because there is less regulation, lower taxes, more confidence. How about that? Five straight months with at least 200,000 jobs. Mark Zandi, Moody's Analytics chief economist, who was a Hillary person, by the way, said the job market is rip-roaring. So there you have it. It just sucks we can't field as much here in Tucson, right? Doesn't that suck? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to just get a little bit of that? Just just give me a little bit of that cheese right here in Tucson. It'd be fantastic. Three things I think you need to know. Again, I'm just, I am laughing at this whole Martha McSally interview that she did. Again, it's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. You'll see, you'll see it. It's on my page at knst.com. I mean, all this stuff. It's all there. Um, she's going to, let me remind you, she's going to be at Saddlebrook. Martha, Martha McSilent will be in Saddlebrook today between three and four talking to the Saddlebrook Republican Club. Just Google Saddlebrook Republican Club. It'll go right to it. Ryan wants me to tell old people to get their VHS recorders out and record it. I would never say anything like that. Mm-hmm. Those... Big old, big old forty pound VHS video, recording. video cameras. Oh, your Betamax. Yeah, that my parents used to record our hockey games, and like midway through the first period, it would start to go on an angle because it was so heavy. My dad was like, Ugh. "Yeah, those get those." All right, you cool with that? Thank you very much. And ask her questions, like, "Why are you going on Garrett's show?" Just because I'm an egomaniac and I want to know and I want to see her squirm. Um. Ask her again why she is not outspoken that Paul Ryan didn't give any money to the border wall. Why she not ripped him publicly, all that stuff. It's because she she agrees with him. And I got another one, another email. Why she won't debate Kelly Ward. Uh, That would would be good. Ask her all those questions. I'd love to. and, And then call in tomorrow and let me know what happened. Now, if she says, I'll totally debate Kelly Ward, we'll set it up. Yes, we will set it up. We will set it up. Mm hmm. Garrett will pay for the venue, and we will set it up. Wait, what? Yeah. just Somebody like yes. will donate. We'll do it at Saddlebrook Republican Club. Why not? Yeah. Let them pay. They have nothing better to do. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Pickleball.
Like I said, they have not been. Oh, it's true. I I thought it, I thought it was. You know, it's just so frustrating. This past weekend, we went up to see a friend for their fortieth birthday up in uh, Chandler. Right, and um, we ended up taking the back roads up, and ended up on seventy seven to seventy nine to two eighty seven. All that. So you ended up going through that road, and you cross Queen Creek Road, and I remember it used to be like nothing out there, like mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. There is so much construction. They are building a strip mall, business center after business center. The ones that are already built have zero empty stores or or whatever, right? There's, it's like a different world an hour and 20 minutes away. A different world. And I'm driving with my wife. I'm like, isn't this just so annoying? And, for, and just frustrating. Not even frustrating. I'm glad for them that they have the business. But I'm like, it's amazing. That we can't get any of this, this major growth down here to the greater Tucson area because of the way people run things. It's, um, it's frustrating and it's ugh, just over it. And anyway, I just wanted to, to hit you up with that real quick. Now let's, um, thanks. Thank you. Well, you're right. And again, and I will, I will get your comments. What do you think? It's 880-KNST, 880-5678. Trump is at 51%. Is it because he is getting tough on on illegal immigration? Like, you know, he always was. Then he kind of, you know, he's the president. He's got a lot of things on his mind. And over the past week, he's been extremely focused. And I think he's done that on purpose because, because he had to. After that omnibus bill, he had to do that, right? He had to do that. So we'll get your reaction. That now that all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to stick the military on the border, whatever that means, and he's going to get tough on it, and blah, 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 blah. Um, I mean, you look at this, right? He is up to 51% because he's saying what, what the country wants. Mitch McConnell, story in the Daily Beast, Mitch McConnell is very nervous about the midterms. Quote, the wind is going to be in our face. It's because you let it be in your face, you idiot. In an interview with Kentucky Today, he said, this is going to be a challenging election yet. It's because you suck. We know what wind is going to be in our face. We don't know whether it's going to be a category three, four, or five. We'll get to the local stories about what happened on the, uh, what they think about the border down in Nogales in just a second. But uh, isn't it frustrating as hell? You see Trump's approval rating going up, and it's going up not just in Rasmussen, it's going up in every poll. Every single poll, it's going up. And these Republicans literally want to lose because they're so corrupt, they're so inept. They don't want. They don't want Trump to succeed, right? McConnell said the most important accomplishment in his mind has been the conservative judicial appointments the president has gotten through. Listen, that's very important, but people aren't walking around saying, you hear about those judicial appointments Trump got through? I mean, we get it. We get it. People want jobs and they want the border secure. Oh, man. McConnell. McConnell's more hopeful of retaining the Senate than the House, acknowledging that the more transient policy changes like the GOP's tax reform can simply be scrapped the next time the political winds shift. I'm hoping we can hold the Senate. Well, why didn't you do anything about the freaking border? If you did that, you'd be winning. You, this guy is such a piece of crap, and he's a corrupt person. There's a book coming out about he how he got rich off of being in D.C. I mean, this guy, he is a human slime ball. this Mitch McConnell, a human slime ball. Oh, and by the way, um, there's a story really quick. 
about McCain. Where has John McCain been? It's time John McCain quits. I mean, somebody's got to say it. I don't care. I'll say it. Uh, I am sorry he's going through what he's going through with his brain cancer, but you're not doing your job. It's time. It's time to quit. You're 87 years old. You're not doing the taxpayers right. You're not doing the, the constituents right, the people of Arizona right. You know, it's very secret as to for John McCain to not appear on TV at any time. You know, it's bad. You know, it's bad. And it's like people are afraid to say anything. Enough is enough. So there's a story from the Washington Post about this. McCain's health spurs talk of second seat for GOP to defend in Arizona. He's trying to ruin it. Right? Trying to ruin it. Congress will return Monday from a two-week recess with no clear indication that McCain, 81, will be back. Absent since December. His spokeswoman, Julie Tarallo, declined to comment on his condition or whether he plans to return. And then get this. So if he goes, who is Doug Ducey going to pick? You ready for this? And this is, this is just, I hope to God this is BS, just from the Washington Post. Officials and donors. Conversations with strategists in Arizona and Washington have produced a long list of names. Possible interim or long-term successors include McCain's wife, Cindy. Oh, great. Former Senator John Kyle, part of the swamp himself. He got mad at me. He called up this show three years ago to pump Marco Rubio. And when I asked him tough questions about Rubio and Rubio's shady illegal immigration and immigration background, he got mad. And I loved every second of it. But, you know, I asked questions. Not my fault. You think you're going to come on this show? I'm like, oh, it's Senator Kyle. Let me just say things that are going to make you feel good. Screw that crap. I'm not your friend. You're not my friend. We're not going to hang out. That's not the point. I want answers. John Kyle. Yeah, that's all we need. More swamp creatures like that. Enough is enough. You know who worked in John Kyle's office? Martha McSally. You learn from the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so where the hell is that guy? Anyway, all right, 920. We'll get to the uh, the story. The local media went down in Ogallis after Trump said, I'm going to put the military on the border, and they asked people in Ogallis. It's everything that I said. They asked people in, uh, in Ogallis, what do you think about the uh, the idea of military? Now, there were some people I didn't put this, didn't have uh, Ryan put it in. You know, one lady, I think it's stupid. One guy, I think it's great. Fine. Wait till you hear what a, a business owner and a rancher say about this. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. In about uh, five minutes, 920 KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. I don't Hello. agree with that. What? 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 You just said what? I just don't agree with that. Here's the thing. It's 926. Uh, sunny high about 89 today. What is it right now? I will tell you in a second. But Ryan yesterday says to me, I got to lose some weight, man. And then he says to me, I think I'm going to get some fried chicken for lunch. 68 right, it's it's 68 right now outside, room temperature. I'm not going to have the sides with it. Oh, there you go. I'm going to have a Diet Coke. I'm I'm going to have a Diet Coke. I'm going to have Diet Water. Yes, there you go. Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. Sucks the best. Care to go into detail? No. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, You may email me and I will tell you. Oh, my. That's gross. All right. So uh, there are some stories in the local TV stations, KVOA and Tucson News Now, uh, sadly enough, they didn't send down Bud press release uh, High Pants Foster to go do that at Tucson News Now. Um, anyway, Lupita Morillo, as she says, from KVOA, went down to Nogales to talk to people about the idea of 
Trump sending the military to the border. And we had Brandon Judd on a couple hours ago, and he was like, I don't understand why in Arizona, you know, we see legal immigration. Why, why do they have people like Flake and McCain in there that are all for it? I said, because of money, because there is big business where they want illegals to come over and spend money. It's Chamber of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce is evil and it sucks. Which is why you shouldn't vote in CD2 for Liam Marquez Peterson, who also either ignorant or lied to me about not knowing what chain migration was. We'll get to that at another time. Um, let's start with the Lupita Morillo story. Jorge Felix owns a business. Number 117, Ryan, please. Um, Lupita Morillo talked to Jorge Felix. He owns a business down there, and he's against Trump putting up the, um, or using the, using the military and stuff like that. But here's why. Here we go. It's a terrible decision, no? Because, uh, if he, Mr. President, they do that, you know, the people, they don't want to come. That's the, the big problem. Felix adds the economy so. is already in bad shape. No, and he not. believes the military presence will make it worse. Is it in bad shape because it's no gallus? Uh, if people want to come spend money, they can come through the border checkpoint legally. Like Mexico wants you to and we want you to. And they do. Yes. The economy is just terrible. We just added 241,000 jobs. Give me a break. But that's why I said businesses want as many people. Look, businesses want as... That's why they didn't crack down on a lot of things after 9-11. The visa, overstaying visas. If people overstay visas, shh, that means they're going to spend more money in the businesses. That's good for the economy. Let it go, let it go, let it go. That's what these people think. Uh, and let's hear Maria, who doesn't speak English. 118 uh, must have come over and talked to Lupita Murillo. And she says the military is not needed. Here we go. Maria says the military isn't necessary. She says what is needed is order on both sides of the border. Yeah, and she said that while she was riding her unicorn living in fantasy land. No crap. So, we have that. Now let's go to Tucson News Now. Kevin Adger of Tucson News Now went down to the border uh, to talk to a rancher named Ron Fish. Ron Fish. And he was asked about the military and the border wall and this kind of stuff. And just listen to what happened. I love this. Assisting the border patrol as far as surveillance and stuff like that, rather than out there actually trying to pick up people. And I don't, I don't think, I think it'd be kind of hard for the military to come in here and start covering the country, picking illegals up and where they're not familiar with this country. As for what he thinks about the proposed wall? I mean, you probably got a wall around your house, don't you? Boom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not any different than having a wall around our country, you know. Everybody puts up walls and fences for security and privacy and so forth. So I really don't have anything, I really don't have anything against it. It'd be nice if you didn't have to have it. Yeah, of course it'd be nice. By the way, I mean, you look at these guys, these ranchers, these salt-of-the-earth people. And I was listening and I was watching and all I could think of is Curly from City Slickers. <laughs> uh, crap bigger than you. Well, okay. So I, I just love that he looked at the reporter. He's like, you got a wall around your house, right? Probably got a wall around the business he works for as well. I would, you probably can't get into the TV station unless you are, have the proper documentation and permission. I know. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, there you go. By the way, I have some news. Um, we need a wall. You want to know why we need a wall? You won't believe how many illegals have been uh, left in the desert right here in Tucson. 
right? Right here in Tucson that they found. And by the way, Rocky Point, you hear about what happened in Rocky Point? Oh, boy. We'll get to that in about uh, five. It's very, very, very important. Listen, it's getting warm outside. And when it gets warm outside, the snakes come out. Is your dog ready to run the other way? Because it could be really bad. Like your dog could die. You know this from a rattlesnake bite. Your dog could not die and it could cost you thousands and thousands of dollars in medical bills to help treat your dog. But that's why you need to call Central Pet at 882-7577. 882-7577. At Central Pet, they have classes. They have rattlesnake avoidance classes. And they have they fill up very quickly. So you need to call and get on the books to make sure that your dog is ready to go. I did it with Rush Limdog. We went there. This is going back probably, geez, six years maybe? It's been that long. Holy smokes. I got to give him a refresher class, actually. I'm going to call them when I get off the air. Uh, I went there with the Limdog, and uh, they basically had rattlesnakes in cages, and they had these, these cloths with the smell of rattlesnakes, and they put a little shock collar around Rush's neck, and they, they had him smell it, go near the snake, and smell it again. And when they put him in the snake, they shocked him. And they didn't have to smell it, and they tried to walk near the snake, and he turned it the other way. Boom. Just like that. Rattlesnake avoidance. It's great. Keep your dog safe. Get signed up for the next class. Call Central Pet, 882-7577. Go to centralpetaz.com. Well, I'm not a fan of McSally. I think you could tell, but come on. Second thing I think you need to know, the Mexican government working with the caravan of people and the people that organized it, and the government officials asking them to not be such a big group. Dilute. Don't attract attention. Shh. They're working. They're pushing them right through. I want Trump to get up there and say, you know what? NAFTA done. So you know who else does? Congressman Paul Gosar. He said Trump shouldn't call NAFTA null and void. Done. Trump, by the way, tweeted this morning. I'm going to, we're going to get tough. We're going to start taking tough action on immigration or the border. I should say tough action on the border today. I don't know what it is yet. We'll see. Third thing I think you need to know. Jobs, jobs, jobs. The economy is booming. 241,000 jobs added in March, beating expectations of 205,000. Obama always under expectations. Trump always beating them. Five straight months, 200,000 plus. Uh, and February is revised up to 246,000 jobs. Manufacturing. Yes, manufacturing and construction on Fuego right now. Three things I think you need to know. And this is a good call. Hang on. Let's just go straight now to uh, Diane. Diane, welcome to KNST. How you doing? I'm good, Hank. Good morning. Morning. I love it. I love it. I love. I love the. Uh, I love the accent. What's happening? Okay. Well, um, I just called. I've called you before, Garrett, and told you about some illegals out here on eighty three mm-hmm. and the drugs and everything. Well, uh, this Sunday we we had another come to our property, and um, we the border patrol came out and they they caught him. Um, and I just wanted to praise our border. Well, I'll tell you what, these guys are fantastic. And my husband and I watched the whole event happen. This young man was from Guatemala. Um, I don't know. That's where he's from, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, How'd you know that? Did he... because, um, because, believe it or not, he stayed here until the Border Patrol came. And um, So what, what did he with... say? Was he walking across your ranch and you invited him in? No, no, no. He was standing out in front and standing out in front of our house and asked us for food and water. Um, uh, I always give water and food if they're thirsty. I'm not going to, you know, let someone die of thirst. Wow. I don't blame that. That's great. Aren't you scared, though? Are you, are you frightened when this happens? 
Am I frightened? Uh, my husband's talking to him. I'm in the house on the phone, and I got my gun. No, I wasn't okay. frightened. Okay. Um, uh, just one young man. And um, anyway, at, when the other Border Patrol came, this young man, I'm sad to say, told a whole bunch of lies. Um, and we were standing there the whole time, and I thought, oh, my goodness, the Border Patrol just, you know, they have to put up with stuff that these young people are told in order to, you know, I'm going to sue you, I'm this, I'm that, and blah, blah, and I'm going, none of that. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. So he's speaking English, saying this stuff? No, no. He's he's speaking to the Border Patrol who speaks Spanish, and so we were... um, we were privy to after the fact. And he said, he said to the border troll, I'm going to sue you? Yes, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> wow. Yes, and uh, so was, anyway, yeah. you know, um, and this, this is this week, and two weeks ago we had neighbors that had their home broken into mm. by illegals, uh, an illegal going up to a second neighbor, and, um, you know, they had, um, they were trying to get into their house. I think they believed nobody was home, but they were scared out of their mind, you know, trying to break into their house. And uh, so anyway, I'm just letting you know what's happening on 83. Oh, my goodness. Now, who, who is your representative? Is it Grijalva or McSally? McSally. Have you ever tried to contact her office? Um, no, I haven't. Um, what's your opinion of her? You know what? Let's say... Um, as a person, I like her. I don't. I don't know a lot. Um, you know, I, I haven't even been able to listen to you. I've been busy with mm. other things. Um, in fact, something you said about people coming to, coming across in a caravan or something. Yes. I thought, oh my gosh, I need to know what that is. And we don't even get good service, so I can't even use my computer and stuff like I would. Oh man, in town. So I, I miss some things, but um, I don't. I, I don't have an opinion that I can say anything on that right now. All I know is we got Guatemalans mm-hmm. <laughs> coming through our property, and um, no, I went, like I said, I wasn't scared. But um, you know, I I still hang my clothes up on the line, and I have to go outside in the middle of nowhere and be concerned about these things and people walking up on us, you know? What do you think about Trump's idea of putting military on the border? You know what? I just heard that the other day. Listen, I'm for no nonsense. Get the job done. Uh, I don't, I haven't, um, you know, I haven't given it a great amount of thought because I just heard about it. Uh, but I'm for doing what needs doing. What, and what so, about the, are you like literally on the border or you're not, you're on 83? No, we're we're oh. only like seven or eight miles south of I ten. Okay. We're not even down in Sonoida. And you're having people the... walk across your property like it's Right. Like it's nothing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm yeah. I'm assuming you're for the, the wall as well, right? Yes. I'd like to have one all around my property, thank you. It wouldn't be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> like the old like like the medieval times. Uh, <laughs> yes. I know, I know. Well, listen, thank. Uh, be safe out there. Let please. Anytime you have a you know a, a scary but interesting but you know well, enlightening story, I, share it. I I will, and I don't know. You were talking about uh, about the border this morning, and I thought, oh, I'm home. I can call. There you go. Uh, the last time, the last time I called you, uh, my neighbors uh, turned onto his street, and I guess the illegals thought he was their pickup. 
And, man, they dropped bundles of drugs and took off. I mean, we had the whole Border Patrol out here tended to that one. Wow. Oh, real quick, but it's, it's incredible. I'm just curious. I know Border Patrol guys always want to do their job, and they were handcuffed during the Obama eight years. Do you right. notice? Do you notice a difference in in the job they're doing because they're allowed to do it? Do you notice anything different in how they're doing their job now with Trump in office compared to Obama? Um, you know what? I am glad that their hands are uncuffed. But what I noticed before and now that number one, these guys do have a heart for humanity. You know, it's hard to send someone away that's come. Who knows how long, but they are fair. They are, um, you know, they, everything that we watched take place was just right on, you know, uh, fair, but stern, matter of business. And, you know, and they took, they took Mike and I aside too, and they said, you know, we love you guys. We've been out here so many times. Oh my goodness. Oh no, this is bad. (laughs) I got gotcha. you. But, you know, he said, too, you know, he said, you guys need to be careful. You can give water, you can give food, but don't do anything else because then we become uh, part part and parcel. I don't, you know, I want this nonsense to stop. I want my grandbabies to be able to go out and play without worrying about who's going to walk up on them. This is our home, you know. This is our home, and uh, we still have to just be cautious, you know. I understand. I get it. Yeah. Hey, be safe out there, and please share whatever, whatever stories you have. Thank you so much for, for, for uh, saying hi again. I appreciate it. Thanks, Garrett. You have a great day. You too, Diane. Take care. 951 on KNST AM 790. By the way, can you imagine if somebody's standing in front of your front door? Imagine that going on, by the way, really quick in, uh, in uh, Hollywood, in Beverly Hills. You have this random person from Guatemala just standing there asking you for stuff. You think that would happen? What Hollywood idiot would be? Okay. Uh, border Patrol agents. This is from Breitbart. They always do great stuff about the um, about the border. Border Patrol agents in southern Arizona here prevented the deaths of 19 illegal aliens after human smugglers abandoned them. Sunday morning, right in the desert. Right here. Tucson sector agents. Tracked a group of 12 migrants who had legally crossed the border from Mexico. One of the agents found a 34-year-old Guatemalan man who fell and had some serious head and shoulder injuries. We get to pay for that. That's just nice, right? Uh, they found 11 more migrants that were abandoned by their human smugglers. Two were dehydrated, needed assistance. Uh, a wall would have stopped this, right? A wall would have stopped that. That's why we need a wall. Uh, and uh, Rocky Point. I've never been to Rocky Point. Do we have friends that go down there? Go. It's good. It's gonna. I understand there's violence other places. Violence everywhere. Blah blah blah. Uh, there was a there was a shooting. Rocky cartel shooting at Rocky Point. Puerto Panasco. Right. Puerto Panasco. Panasco. Shut up. From Long Island. Uh, thank you though. Um, happened about one in the morning. Uh, this took place on Saturday, and of the three wounded, uh, but expected to survive, one was identified as Lizette Garza, 19, vacationing from Phoenix, shot in the leg. Two other Mexican citizens suffered gunshot wounds in their legs, 33-year-old and a 48-year-old, both guys. Local media said gunmen fled in different vehicles. One described as a silver-colored van 
they abandoned, which was abandoned with an AK-47 rifle in the backseat. You know, they have major gun control down there, right? You do realize that, right? Uh, yeah. So there you go. I mean, now it's up, it's up to Rocky Point already. Up to Rocky Point. We'll continue. 953 back and four. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Radio station. She was angry at YouTube. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. Police just holding a briefing about the woman who attacked the company's California headquarters yesterday before killing herself. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal with this live. Lisa, San Bruno Police Chief Ed Barberini says Nassim Agdam was upset over YouTube's policies. Does not appear she knew any of the three people she shot. The suspect is believed to have parked her vehicle to the rear of a neighboring business and access the campus via a parking garage. Agdam's family reported her missing over the weekend, and Mountain View police found her in her car. They say she did not appear to be a threat. They also say when her dad called them, he said he was that she was upset with YouTube, and that may be why she was there, but they didn't sound overly concerned and gave no indication she was violent. Agdam had posted videos complaining that she was losing money and viewers because of YouTube's policies, Lisa. Thanks, Jessica. A big swing on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is down 45 points, but it had been down over 500 points as China announced more retaliatory tariffs on U.S. goods. White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow. I understand the stock market's anxiety. I get that. But on the other hand, uh, don't overreact. We'll see how this works out. He insists it is not a trade war and that back-channel talks are already happening. China responding to U.S. plans for tariffs on $50 billion in Chinese imports says it would match that amount with taxes on products, including soybeans and small aircraft. There's no date set by either country for the tariffs to take effect. President Trump offering prayers to the families of four U.S. Marines killed in a helicopter crash in Southern California. Tweeting about it today as the crash probe continues, a super stallion, the military's largest helicopter, went down east of San Diego in an area used for training. Fox News, fair and balanced.